All right, Kevin's back. Kevin, how you feeling, dude? Back. I beat the COVID. You beat it? You had beat the COVID, it. huh? I beat the COVID. We call beat it the COVID. It has to have the in front the of it. That's right. Yeah. You like can't just the flu. Yeah. A cold. I do, go, I do feel bad about exposing you guys, though. Yeah, no, we all need, dude, we all need a little exposure. You can, yeah, right? you can listen to the last podcast that I was on, and I was all... <laughs> Like I was all trying to be discreet about it and like, it was, turning towards the door. We're, we're in a little room, so it's not the late last episode. Yeah, that, were exposed. It's not the last episode that was just up, but it was the one before that, and it ended by I think me saying, "Dude, you're going down," and it was like, "We're all going down." <laughs> something, something like that's what we said at the very end of it, for real. And then he, I went down like immediately, bro. Immediately, I went down. Yeah, shit. Got the chills. Went home. That holiday hey. season, man. No. I wouldn't even. I, hey, I guess Boone, you you might have, you come sick. down with a little something. I didn't. I, you I got, got sick after that. Really listen, I got sick after that. Had oh, like, like shit, two or three dude. days. I got the listen. I got the I got the fever. Got like chills for a few days. Got sick. Got then then like had a lot of congestion. Then completely lost my taste and my smell for like. It's going on probably almost like a week now, but I'm starting to get it back now. I didn't realize that was from that. Whenever you said that earlier, I didn't realize, dude, I did that to you. Yeah. Hey, fucking Fuck. high five, dude. No. <laughs> uh, hey, man. You know, it's the time for giving. It's the Christmas season. Fuck. You know what I'm saying? That's the way I see it. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel it's the holiday. Like, I didn't, I He's no just sorry he didn't get you anything. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Fuck, man. I wasn't. I, wasn't like, I, like, I, you know? I didn't feel bad though. Like I didn't feel bad whenever I came over yeah. here. I remember. No, it's no problem. Like, I don't. I don't really. Uh, I feel like that my belief on illness is as bad as it sucks. Uh, it's just part of the world. You and know? you had you just gotten really, over it, right? Or you had just gotten over another it like something else? Sick. Yeah. But I mean, it is again. It, some some years are worse than others. Like there's nothing. It's just a. It's our existence. You know, but this is the argument and why this, the the debate should persist on whether or not we should be really like like building viruses and making them stronger and shit. You know, I don't right. know if there's any room for that that we really yeah, should be doing know. that because that kind of makes me a little nervous. You know, like that's you yep. know maybe that's just my uh, I don't know I don't know man it's just that's crazy you know. But if they come when they come naturally, which they do too, for sure, you know, you just gotta take shit on, man. You just gotta know, like, drink plenty of water again, eat lightly, right? Like, Dude, rest. I, I eat lightly. lightly. I'm still eating lightly, man. Like, I'm freaking that shit messed me up. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. I was in bed for like seven days. Yeah. Like seven days. Like after y'all saw me last, after I got you sick, apparently. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. No, I feel no, no, bad. No, no. About I think that, it's gonna be real. possible that you get it again next year. Or that you oh, don't get it next year, or you get it, you know, it's gonna be like it's that. It's gonna be around, yeah. but that's right. I, it was serious for me. It was, it was bad, dude. Yeah, yeah, no. It took How many? Iver- it definitely took put some people down. Did you take ivermectin? You, yeah. t- you took some of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did it help you out? Yeah, it did. It did. Yeah. Yeah. It, it stopped like the body aches and the. I never my cough never got bad. You know what I mean? Did you take some cannabis? No. I like, took, well, dude, I took, I'm not going to lie, like, I was full-blown bitch mode, like, I was in bed for, like, seven days, I'm not lying, like, yeah. uh, the fever spiked, fucking knocked me down, took some, um, I took the ivermectin, started feeling a little better, and I could get up from the couch to the, or from my bed to the couch, Yeah. and then I would sit on the couch, and I didn't feel bad, I was like, 
I'm all right. You know, like, I feel all right. And then I'll get up and go take a leak, and I'll be fucking just, like, gassed. Like, I felt like I did a workout, and I had zero energy. Like, for I would just go to bed. I will go back to the bed and pass out for, like, 8, 10, 12 hours, dude. It was bad. Like, I don't... Dude, I took a little cannabis, and uh, I fucking felt better. Every time I smoked a little weed. Really? <laughs> yeah, I think I just like weed too much. To no, dude, that dude. would do it. Like. <laughs> no, no, but because it did keep me from, I feel like, having, I did not have any appetite, really. Like, I wasn't getting ill, like, whenever I was eating something, but I, I just didn't want to eat anything. Nothing sounded real good to me. Same and and it, de- it did help with that, and, and, and you know. But I also, man, I, I don't really take medicine. You know, like, I very, it will take, like, I have to really need it, really need it to take it. And so I don't take, I didn't take anything. You know, I just drink water, rested, let my fever, sweated out my fever like three nights in a row where I thought, oh, finally I sweat this thing out. But no, it just comes back again. You know? No, dude, it never, it never yeah. went away. Like, my fever, too. I was, I was, like, burning up over there. Yeah, well, anyways, yeah, I mean, we could, I mean, for real, yeah, being sick sucks. We said this at the beginning of the last episode, too, uh, that we did on Thursday. Being sick sucks. No one likes being sick, but at the same time, part of life, we have to deal with it and move on, you know, and uh, overcoming it sometimes, like the weeks after, trying to get back to your normal patterns and stuff is where the challenge actually really lies, you know, too, because you're trying to get... You know, seeing what what you can do, testing the waters, you know. Right. But, yeah. Well, anyway, so what are we going to start with here? Uh, let's see. I guess I could... Uh, well, I guess the the, the, the biggest news that's uh, from the over the past weekend would be the, the tornadoes in Kentucky and oh, Arkansas, yeah. you know. I mean, that's, uh, that's really some devastating, uh, devastating circumstances that came out yeah. of there, you know. I mean, I've oh. seen the... What pictures of some of the towns, man, just completely leveled. Gone, yeah, right. just leveled. And F... <coughs> I've heard anywhere between an F3 and an F5 tornado that touched down for... And, I mean, I've heard of, you know, F5 tornadoes, you know. Those happen every few years somewhere in the United States. But I've never heard of one staying on the ground for 250 miles. Yeah, that long, that That, that is strong. really crazy, you yeah, know. And it was at nighttime, too, so no one could see it, and you just hear... I mean, dude, I really think that tornadoes are one of the scariest things that nature oh, yeah. brings, you know? I mean, I, I think yep. it's just... They're so quick, they happen so fast, and, like, you, it's really unpredictable. It's like there's a general area where they might come down, and then they just can come down, and you have no time at all. Yeah, there's no warning. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah no. Yeah, no, that's crazy. I used to, uh, you know, I used to live in Kansas, yeah. so that's just right smack dab in the middle of Tornado Alley. Yeah. At least it used to be, you know, I'm actually, uh, there's new data coming out showing like places like Kansas and Oklahoma are actually statistically starting to have fewer tornadoes per year, and Tornado Alley actually seems to be kind of moving east like Kentucky and Missouri and Arkansas, those Tennessee, kind of areas. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Those kind of areas uh, are actually starting to. Their tornado numbers are increasing, while the states that you think of having tornadoes, like Oklahoma and Kansas, their numbers are actually going down. Yeah, Tennessee got hit. Uh, yeah. Nashville got hit with one 
a, lo- a while back, like yeah. a year, year and a half, two years ago, I can't remember, but it did get hit with one, and my mom, even during this one, my mom and them got warnings and heard the tornado sirens and went into the basement area yeah. uh, for a couple of hours throughout the middle of the night because they didn't know one could hit. Right. And so they all had to be prepared. My mom lives in Nashville, in the middle of Nashville. My sister lives outside of it a little ways. And, uh, yeah, it's crazy, man. Yeah. I mean, you you really have to be prepared for that. And, and you have to know that you have a plan, and you got to go with that plan. You can't have much time to think, you know. Right. The one, there was a F5 uh, that hit Tuscaloosa a couple of years ago, wasn't there? Or two or three years ago? Yeah, I'm sure. Tuscaloosa, no, where's that? Alabama? Yeah. Alabama, I'm, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, that, that one was during the day. There was, like, footage of that. That thing was freaking huge, man. Yeah. Yeah. And where I grew up in San Angelo, there was, we had tornadoes, and we had the whole, have y'all heard those alarms oh, yeah. go the off? sirens, oh, yeah. yeah. Whenever the sirens go off, like, yeah. I, was, I was used to it growing up. Like, I grew up in a small little town. We had bad tornado go through there, like, in 99 or something. Yeah. Terrible. Like the the hail the hail that came down with it was more destructive than anything, but um, I was pretty accustomed to it. So whenever I was going to college, I remember there was a I don't know where the lady was from. She was in uniform. She was in the military, you know, and she like ran up the stairs where we were sitting, and we were sitting out there just hanging out like we are right now, you know, in the stairway. Yeah. And there was a bunch of people like you could hear the sirens going off. She's like, "What's going on?" And we're like. She got a tornado warning. She's like, a tornado warning? Like, what What do we do? And we're like, well, just hope it doesn't hit here. <laughs> I mean, there's not much that you can do. Like, yeah, there really bro. isn't. We didn't have basements. Like, we're in yeah. Texas. They don't make basements over here. No. Like, yeah. you're just like, she's like, what, what, what are y'all going to do? And we're like, we're drinking beer on the porch, you know? <laughs> like, hope, hope it doesn't hit us. Like, that's all you bro. can do. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, you don't like, have to drink beer, but you got to yeah. just chill. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather drink a beer and wait yeah. to see what's gonna happen. Than yeah, not yeah. drink a beer helps the nerves, you know, for <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's devastating though, man. Yeah, have you seen that really into the storm? No, no, I think I have it over there on DVD. Uh, seeing Twister. It's, yeah, yeah, Twister. Yeah. It's kind of like a remake of Twister, pretty much. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, but th- there's some new twists to it. A lot of it is filmed handheld. You know, with like handheld camcorders, that kind of style of film. Yeah, like that. Yeah, movie. Oh, uh, that like they're really chasing the storm. Right. Yeah. But the, it keeps throughout the movie. It cuts back and forth to these got this group of rednecks in the town <laughs> who are just like yeah, who are just you know dicking around the whole storm. You know, just chasing <laughs> <Yeah>. the tornado. <laughs> it's freaking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <man. laughs> Like they see them drive by, you know, in their bit in their badass like professional storm chaser truck, you know, and then they go and they he's got like a bunch of metal stuff strapped to his truck. And my nephew, <laughs> my my nephew likes the tornado siren so much that not this past Halloween, but the one before that, he was a tornado siren. Really? Yeah, like he was just like. They put him like in a box, like silver box with like this little thing coming off his head, <laughs> and he had a button there you could push, and he'd like, make the noise, dude. Wow. It was like pretty legit, man. You know, like he was a legit yeah, tornado siren. That's, <laughs> that's what he wanted to be for Halloween. You know, yeah. God bless him, dude. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, that that was yeah. that's devastating. And the thing about this is, so many people had their lives taken in this one. Like it, it killed. Dozens oh, yeah. and dozens of people. I think you the, know? the count is over a hundred now. Yeah, I mean that's 
freaking, you know. No, that's that's terrible. Insane. That is terrible. There was a, you know, there was actually a tornado back in like 1925, something like that, 20s, uh, the 1920-something, uh, that killed over a 1,000 people. Man. And, you know, it, it, it was probably a, a, a similar tornado to this one. The thing is, back then, there was just, there was no warning system whatsoever. Yeah. Not even a siren that you could possibly hear. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, a, just, it just comes in the night. A storm. You know? Yeah, Dude, right? Even now. The night times when it's really dangerous. Yeah. People are going to bed and... Yeah, people are asleep. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah like you just, could just be sleeping and just bam. You know, if you don't hear sirens, if there's no way to... Man, but right. even if there is a siren, like what I mean, you can get into. I've always heard of you go to a, the smallest the room of the place. house. You, you go get to the down lowest, to the lowest place, place. Try to yeah. find a room with no windows. Like even if that area put a is mattress outside. over your head in case the roof falls on it. Like yeah, that's that's yeah. the that's your protective measures. Like and yeah. it happens no, I mean, instantly just, if yeah. you hear the siren. Yeah, what the fuck. Those are like. That's terrible. You have terrible to have a, yeah, you have yeah. to have a plan. It, it, whatever that is, you have to think of the best plan and just go with your yeah. plan, dude. You know that's for you don't want to get caught in between. You, you know, know, we lived in no. a uh, trailer park in Kansas for a while. You know, now, you know that's just a notoriously bad place to be. When, you know, <laughs> yeah, when, yeah, when yeah. Tornado Trailer there. park in Kansas, yeah. man. That's tornado where there, that's where the yeah. footage of like yeah. nothing being there anymore. Just yeah. the roads are left. Yeah. Should be a target. Uh, there Should was a target a, commercial. Uh, yeah. Storm cellar underneath the main office building of the of the trailer park. But it was a pretty good sized trailer park, you know, like and we were on the very uh we were the very last trailer pretty much. Like we were on the outskirts of this trailer park. Yeah. And uh so but there was a creek that went right behind our place. A really a pretty deep creek. Just a big cut in the earth, you know, just, yeah, a big old canyon, pretty much. And uh, that was always like our like family plan, you know, because you just got to get somewhere low. Yeah, you go get in that creek. But at the and same time, like rain usually comes with tornadoes. Like actually, get... most times that I heard that that uh, tornadoes would uh, either like come through town or come close to town, there was no rain. It was real weird. It was real weird. Like, tornadoes usually, at, at least in my experience, I'm not saying that, like, it never rains with a tornado. Yeah, well, but, uh, it does around it, too. Right, it yeah. And it may have been, been but it's always, like, this wall cloud. That, you ever seen a wall cloud? Like, a real freaking wall cloud coming in? Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, the ones that we always had come over us, they'd come in with some crazy clouds. Like, you know, you'd see the wall cloud coming. And then once it was over you, the clouds would just be like, whoa, you know. It's terrifying. Yeah, like, yeah, like you, know, you know something's about yeah. to go down. Yeah. You're like, I'm but in the line of sight. I always noticed the lack of rain. You know, maybe that's just like a northeast Kansas thing. I don't know, you know. Yeah. Well, but, I, don't, I don't know. Like, I, you have to be in the wrong place at the wrong time, pretty much, for a tornado. Like, right. I think the storms yeah. around it, they do bring rain. Yeah. Like, well, where, where I grew up, you could see storms coming for 40 miles man like yeah. i've seen i've been in my backyard and seen a tornado hitting the ground it had to have been like 30 40 miles in the middle of the day and oh, there was really? no yeah it was like a bright like a bright sunny day you know and yeah. you could see a tornado in the distance like yeah and again not to be the redneck in the group but everybody <laughs> was outside drinking beer and like check that out yeah like, right. look there's yeah, a tornado, there's a tornado. And, like, <laughs> i was a kid i was like oh my god what are we gonna do and they're like Watch the tornado. <laughs> <Yeah>. All right. 
Enjoy the show. Yeah, like, cool. Never seen that again before. And then moving over here, we're in the hills. I don't, like, you You can't see, I can't even see the sunset here anymore. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. You really don't get to enjoy it's that. It's different. It's much different. We don't have to worry about tornadoes so much around here, though. That's good. The hills no. really just kind of break anything yeah. like that up. One yeah. time, there was a, a big funnel cloud that come over Medina. But I don't think it ever touched down. But I did see the funnel cloud. Yeah. Last year we had some wicked windstorms here, man. Yeah, there were like I'm trees sure some small. I'm sure over. some small ones could, could touch down and cause some damage. High yeah. winds, swirling high winds, and things. But um, no, it's uh, it, you know weather can really, you know, you, <laughs> weather can be devastating. It could be freaking devastating for sure. It's like. Uh, really have to I mean even whenever it becomes hurricane season you know every year someone's gonna get knocked you know what I'm saying like who's it gonna be how big's the storm yeah, gonna be just crossing your fingers yeah and you know we just have to go on a bit it's like illness you know you have to go on about your lives and you have to do what you're gonna do and just really stay focused on the weather people predict the weather as well as they can and stay focused on what the weather's like and have a plan, man. That's all, really all you can do, you know. And the rest is in, it's in God's hands from there, really, you know, or whatever the any way you see it, right? It's like if if your plan is to get a couple of mattresses and make a little teepee for yourself somewhere or hide under them, then do it. If you don't have a basement to hide in, you know, like, no, but just react, do it. Don't. Dude, there was there was like maybe four or five storms that I've been through in my life that that was, I mean. Growing up as a kid, you remember that shit whenever your dad tells the whole family to go in the smallest bathroom of the house and brings a mattress in there and puts it over you. Like yeah. Those are memories that go through my head when talking about tornadoes because, I mean, there was, like a, there was a fucking storm that could just literally obliterate the home that you live in. Yeah. These people in Kentucky or wherever they're at, like, dude, that's Throw sucks, everything, man. literally throw things on top of you, you know, yep. like nail boards with nails in them and all, I mean, just... Or rip the whole, like, structure. Like, I read yeah. some stories where there was, like, people that were, like, yeah, we, and then we were, like, we were at the house and then we are just flying through the air. Like, what? <coughs> yeah. Like, fucking Wizard of Oz I'm shit. Sorry, <laughs> Yeah, for real, man. I'm not trying to make jokes. No, like, no, yeah, for real. Yeah, like, for real. Sucks. <laughs> but it, is, it just happens to be like the movie, right? Now. Yeah. All right, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously the weather, you know, when the weather gets crazy, man, you have to really focus on it. it, it, it luckily, we do have some some warning these days, but yeah. it's still, it'll never be enough. You know, it'll... You think it was man-made? Oh, that one was that one. Uh, Chemtrail made. Uh, it was a Chemtrail. Let's see. I don't know if that one was. Dude. It was too soon. Was yeah, I think that one might have been. Of... A, I think that one might have probably been a a a, a a natural occurrence in the in the energy of the earth. But who knows, man? I mean, who knows what type of weather manipulations going on by people? Do you think in this that case? man-made climate change is producing stronger weather phenomena? Weather man. phenomena. I think man-made fucking drama and people exaggerating their feelings about the weather make that. I think it's really it's a hard question to answer, though, because what's the standard? Right. You know, like an asteroid apparently has hit the Earth and caused everything to black out. Yeah. You know? 
There's been ice ages. So, in comparison to that, no. I don't know. It doesn't seem <laughs> like it. Not that fast, anyways. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, but is, is there some change happening? Could we be making it go faster? Very possibly. But, it, again, it's like, how do you really, who, what do you measure it to? Yeah. The Earth has always been doing crazy things, as far as we know. Well, the answer to get rid of tornadoes is we got to ditch fossil fuels. Yeah. <laughs> you know. uh, have you heard about California, the new uh, uh, regulation they just passed in California? Oh, I have uh, not. Oh, I have shit. Not. We're going to talk about California regulations. <laughs> yeah. they, uh, they just banned uh, the sale of uh, gas power generators. No more gas power generators. And they, uh, they want it by, by 2028, you won't be able to have one like on your RV or anything like that. See, that's like, all that's going to do is boost the numbers of people moving to Texas. Yeah. Like tenfold. Like, people are going to be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, who makes laws like that? Like, right? why Why is that? How does legislation think that they could just pass a law? I, I don't know. They've been profiting off of this shit for, for forever. And now they're going to make a law telling you you can't have that? Well, because they want to profit off the new thing. Yeah, what exactly. is the new thing? Oh, uh, electric, like, yeah, yeah, electric, solar, solar yeah. probably wind. Yeah, just put a windmill in your yard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> yoga, yoga yeah. energy. Yeah. <laughs> yoga. <laughs> Indians are fucking the pissed. They're like, oh, you know what? <laughs> fucking white people start selling yoga. <laughs> We've been doing this for centuries. They're going to make it to where you... <laughs> You can do a workout. That's fucking white privilege. You can do a workout like with yeah. some bands, and all oh, your energy you use for your workout will store up some energy for your generator to run for about thirty seconds. Yeah, do bicycles with uh, uh, what do they call it on the car? The, <laughs> yeah, fucking that generates electricity. Oh yeah. alternator. Yeah, I've seen the bicycles with alternators in like huts in Africa and shit. I'm like, dude, I don't even know how to do that. How the fuck they got that shit? Yeah. <laughs> Like, man, America like, won't even let you generate your own electricity <laughs> without taxing you, man. Yeah. Y'all are lucky. <laughs> well, I right? think I, I, I think people You're, like that really have. Free. I think they y'all have the. Free, I, think, man. I think they have the best intentions, really. Like in order to like try to like say like, hey, man, this will help. This will help the environment. We feel like that, but the way they go about it is just wrong. Because the more you try to mandate people to do shit, the more people are just gonna react and not necessarily view the world the way you view it so if you want people to if if we really want people to like think about what they're doing and like change their ways and not be so just like trash the earth without any care at all i think that the best way to do it is by like really like binding people together bringing people together not not like you know, outcasting people and making people feel like shit if you believe in a generator. You know, it's like there's other ways to cut and to change things without having to do that. You know what I'm saying? Because some people, like their electricity goes out, they want a generator. You know, like they've had that happen to them or something. Maybe, you know, like, and you're gonna, you're gonna, that's all they can afford to keep their, to keep something going for them in case of an emergency uh, and you're going to take that from them because while, meanwhile, you know, everybody's, all the richest people are flying on planes and doing, I mean. Yeah, like it, it's, it's not like. Yeah, you can't really. 
Like people, I don't know, man. It, it doesn't. None of the stuff really computes in my mind. Like <laughs> the people that have been profiting off of selling generators and the technology to make generators and fuel generators are now saying that you can't use a generator. In my mind, like I'm like, what the, like what, what? Yeah. How can you, how can you just change your stance on that all, all of a sudden? No, in the what? name of like a cleaner environment, cleaner world. No one likes mandates, dude. You got no, no, you can't. You got a problem with a cleaner world? Yeah, a cleaner world? Like, what the fuck? Like, these motherfuckers have been... They've been making this shit and making it possible for people to have... Yeah, all the, the plastic. Hopes, like, hoping that people buy it. The plastic. Yeah. Everything that, we're, everything that we see, everything that we have was made by somebody trying to make a profit off of it. And then whenever, whenever people are buying it and consuming it... Then the same people that make it are turning the consumers into bad guys. Well, like, we was, made this for y'all, but you now, no, you have now to throw we need it in to our trash this. cans. Like, well, no, or now you need to buy this. Yeah. and they're the ones that invested into that those new products. Exactly. As like well. it's just it, it's a, exactly, the whole thing is know. a catch twenty two. Like, like it's fucked up. Around, yeah, you know? it's like we need we a, it's like VCRs. we need a reset. A then great we all had reset. DVD players. And then they came out with this thing called Blu-ray, and everybody was like, "Well, this DVD fucking sucks." Yeah. And everybody... <laughs> it was like, and then it was like, we used to have this thing called Blockbuster. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, it was like, yeah. no. Like, what? You you still have VHSs? You have to turn those in. Yeah. <laughs> right. There could be unedited footage on those. You can only watch videos yeah. through the wire that we can see what you're watching. You've got a copy of Home Alone that hasn't had Donald Trump edited out of it. <laughs> yeah. We're going to need that. Yeah. Hey, by the way, we're going to need that. <laughs> oh, man. I got to I gotta bring up something. Just because we're talking about, you know, Donald Trump's, like, cameo appearance in uh, in Home Alone, right? So, I was in that... Uh, I did. Uh, was on the set of the 1883 show, right? Yeah. And uh, I told you guys Tom, Tom Hanks was there. Well, this was kept pretty under wraps. They kept it pretty under wraps until about a week ago uh, when it was officially announced that Tom Hanks is going to make an appearance in 1883. And the reactions on on Facebook and stuff has just been hilarious, dude. Like, <laughs> friggin' Oh, man. Because I, I don't know if you guys know about, like, all the things Tom Hanks is supposedly been involved with, you know, like, people say he was on Epstein's flight log. Oh, and, uh, oh, you God. know, like, all, all this sorts of stuff. And so people are just flipping out that, oh, Tom Hanks is going to be... <laughs> and it's hilarious because everybody thinks of it like that he's going to be, like, the main character, like, in every single episode, you know. When in reality, he's going to be in one scene for like 30 seconds. Really? That's it? <laughs> yeah, that's it. He's just making a cameo appearance right. as a as a, a Civil War general in one of the main characters' Civil War flashbacks. And uh, dude, wouldn't that hey, wouldn't that be yeah, funny? That was, if, that was like, a racist war, wasn't it? <laughs> we have we have pictures from on the island, Epstein's Island of Tom Hanks, and he's dressed up like a fucking castaway. 
and he's got this volleyball, and it's like, what is he doing out so there? Took him there. <laughs> yeah, that's and what he never I left. He was stranded on yeah. all those years. He didn't want anything to do with any of the girls or anything. He just wanted to go out there and pretend like he was lost on his damn he was island. Just preparing for his castaway. Yeah, right? <laughs> dude, I bet you, I would, I would literally, I would bet you, fucking every dollar that I ever made for the rest of my life. That the same people that are like freaking out about their name coming out about being on that list 15 years ago were fighting to try to get on that oh, flight for list. Sure. Dude. Like they were like, what the fuck do we got to do to get on that yeah. flight list with Trump? Yeah. It's going to be great. It's going to be beautiful. Getting on that Epstein flight list? They yeah, want to go get bribed? Oh, for sure. Like they were, bat- they had to been battling to try to get to it. They're only sorry when they get caught, right? Exactly. Like now, now, like they're like, oh, somebody better have destroyed that flight list. Yeah. Like, oh, dude. I mean, I took a picture with him, but I didn't know. I didn't know him, dude. Your arms around him. I mean, you seem. I didn't even. I just met him. Yeah, just met the guy. He was warm and inviting. You were grabbing his ass, sir. No. <laughs> like, dude, I've never taken a picture with another man. That's how we say in my life. It's how we say hello. It's how we say hello. Getting all just the secret handshake. Yeah. Fuck out of here, man. <laughs> I wanted to be part of the club. And oh man. Yeah, that's just a mess, that's man. I don't think they'll ever like really the information with that whole case is just like. That's Dude, the whole despicable. the whole fucked up that thing. That is also despicable, man. The whole like fucked up thing about it, the the girl Maxine Giselaine or whatever the fuck her name is being the daughter of Robert Maxwell. Like, this is like. Oh, it goes deep. Oh, this what the deep fuck shit, is dude. going on, man? Yeah. Man, and, and how about like all the like news anchors and stuff who've been resigning like in the past week? Yeah. One of CNN's like main anchor yeah. Cuomo. Freaking fired, like, all these people. I mean, you know, I'm not sitting here trying to sound like Alex Jones, but, you know. But sometimes I guess, got to sound like guess, Alex Jones, man. I guess someone's got to do it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's, I just think that, like Kevin said, you know, in its time, back in the Blockbuster video days, you know, people were doing shit that was like, Border, you know, completely inappropriate and illegal, and they thought it was cool, like a cool thing in culture or something they were doing and not getting caught. And now all this stuff's coming to earth and, and coming to realization. Or not just even uh, not getting caught, like they were doing it yeah. and bragging about it. Yeah, like I know they're not doing... knowing what today's technology was going to provide people, to like really, you know, know what's going on and what type of what type of bullshit they're doing. You know, they were they weren't at risk for exposure, like negative exposure. Yeah. That's the problem. Back in the day, there was no risk for negative exposure unless, like, you really, really messed up. Yeah. yeah Nowadays, they, they couldn't. There's people the waiting for you to mess up. Like you're, you're gonna be exposed. You mess up, and you're exposed. Even if you did fifteen camera. years yeah, ago, I was about to say, yeah. even if it did something twenty years ago, they, they, yeah, they'll find dude. it, dude. Like they're gonna look at your fucking MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit, yeah. man. Damn, dude. Oh, I'm in trouble. They're gonna read dude, those sure. fucking messages, bro. <laughs> for real, man. Yep. It's all there somewhere. It's, it's in the a, fucking oh, yeah. metaverse in the now. <laughs> no one can escape it. No. You know? What do y'all think about that type of technology taking over life? Like you the know? metaverse? Well, just even, like we were talking about automobiles earlier with everything. 
technology is just becoming so much more like do like tech let the technology oh, yeah. do more let the human do less like are y'all into that sort of thing y'all i think that uh you're talking about like driving anything anything yeah, your computer's like, being smarter your phone's doing more for you ai cars doing much. more the for AI. you yeah they're taking yeah. cars driving themselves rather than you driving them and like fun. us recording our kickback conversation like rather than just meeting and drinking beer do you and have <laughs> do you have an alexa yeah do you have an no, alexa no fuck no right i got a fucking iphone it's like a do you have Siri on that iPhone? Oh, yeah, dude. There you go. There's yeah. your That's Siri. That's AI. So, right? They, mm-hmm. Like that kind of like... Siri was I don't know. You know I think that... We got to find like that. I don't know. I think that there's always... Ha- there has to be a happy balance. You know? Like... I get... A lot of people think that you can only... You either have to like just fully embrace it. You know? Just completely accept that it's probably going to end up taking over every aspect of our life at some point. And then you gotta, like, you know, Unabomber that shit. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I don't know if you've ever read his manifesto, you know. But, uh, you know, you gotta find, like, a happy medium for this kind of thing. Like, it's not going anywhere. Short of some sort of completely cataclysmic event, it's not going anywhere. It's taking over. You know, you can't, yeah, you, you're not gonna put that jack back in the box, you know. Uh... So, I mean, to a certain extent, we do Could have to... be a gym? Know. I mean, does it always <laughs> have to be a male thing? No. But, ah, man, you know... Yeah, I, I hear you. Personally, I don't like it. Personally, I think it, it it's a bad route to go down. You know, I think it'll lead to a completely helpless society. You yeah, know? like this totally... I don't, I it's yeah. getting there, dude. It's right, getting there. you know. Uh, I agree. And, you know, I mean, like I said, I don't know if you guys have ever read... Like, uh, what was the Unabomber's name? Ted, Ted, Kaczynski. Ted Kaczynski. I don't know if you've ever read his manifesto. I think it's called something like... A lot of years the ago. Industrial, yeah. The Industrial World or something like yeah. that. I don't know. Years but, uh, and years ago. Probably 2009 uh, or something. 2010. You know, I've read it a couple of times. And he... he man, I mean, it, it's Fine. worth a listen to. It, it, it really is. I mean, when you come out of that manifesto, at least I did, at the very end of it, you know, I was like, man, this guy is... Fucking crazy. Yeah, number one, but he's, in, he's, he's not wrong. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, the way like, he's going about it is right, wrong, but yeah, what he's I, saying is yeah, not wrong. You know, he could have just made a nice little book and not blown people up. You know, I, I mean, mean, dude, he could have been but, on the be- the New York Times bestseller yeah. list and never killed anybody in life. Been <laughs> yeah, good, you you know? know, but no, but, he he was a. Uh, I, I well, honestly, I, could he have though? I mean, I, really. If he hadn't blown people up, do you think that either one of us would have ever read his manifesto? Well, I mean, I've read, uh, I've read, not. I've read oh, David dude, Thoreau. <laughs> I've read David Thoreau's books. I mean, David yeah. Thoreau was writing yeah. a lot of the same stuff, and I think right. And I, but and it was a different time and stuff like that. But I mean, yeah, that's never. I think that some people would have. I mean, and yeah. think of the movie Into the Wild became very popular because right. he died. Um, yeah. That's it. You had to die. Something extreme has to happen if you're not like fucking well. Stephen King for somebody to read your book. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's maybe like five so. authors, man. Or yeah. if you're on Oprah's list, there's only a very, very. What small about Dick Prinicky? No, Dick Prinicky went up and lived in Alaska uh, for his from like 1960 to like late 1990s or something by himself. Had somebody drop stuff off twice a year from a plane, and went and built a cabin on some friends land that they had bought up in Alaska and built a cabin like 
with his hands, cutting down the trees, building it's all log. Dick Prinicky, look it up. Yeah. And uh, he came back from old age, you know. He just came back and lived the rest of his life somewhere here and logged his adventure there. You know, so, and it, that's one of the most interesting stories of that type of survivalism, you right. know, and nothing. So, I, I do agree. I mean, when you cinematize it, there's got to be some type of, you know, yeah. shit. But I, I people do like real stories, and they like to have things that challenge the ma- mindset of the st- status quo if it's reasonable. Like, that's why people like aliens so much. You know, like yeah. you can pretty much say 99% they're not here. If there's that 1% chance, dude, people are going to hang on to it. They're oh, going to yeah. be like, hey, you know, this is a chance that this is like a new reality for us. And I do think that people do like that. And at some point, we might hit that with technology to where people do, the distrust does grow so mightily for it that people push away from it slightly. Not all the way, yeah. but to where it does slow down its pace. At least, you know, right now people are so excited about it. There's so much money in it. You can get jobs and careers and all, you know, you can be a creator and you can do all this stuff with technology and people are just excited about it. And really, you know, maybe one day we'll take a step back, like maybe we will get burned or something a little bit and and take a step back and be like, you know, it's not all the answer. I don't see right. people taking a step back, though, man. I really don't. Yeah, man. no, I, I agree. I, yeah. really, I don't Well, they'll have either. to be forced. I, I think it'll have to be no, a forced. Yeah, it'll have to be a forced it'll, thing. It'll have to be that, that flipping over the mattress thing that we've talked about before, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, I it mean, could be that or it could be that society like that... I mean, look at what technology has done to the United States, for instance. Like, we're seeing it, it go hand-in-hand hand with the with the rot of like you know social media and things and people bickering back and forth about things and it ba- dividing yeah. people i mean you can get burned that way on a global scale too like emotionally yeah. to where people wake up and say i'm not going to have this involved with my life as much anymore you know the other thing is you know cars can start driving themselves and people could you know Right. Waste all this money on cars and stuff and realize that they're just wrecking more, you know? I mean, who knows, right? Yeah. Who knows, you know? Well, you know, like, the thing about, like, about, like the metaverse, you know, this the VR thing is something that really raises my eyebrow, you know? Because I think it, it, it has a really good chance of going the same kind of way that, like, cell phones went. It only took one generation. One generation is all it took. To put a cell phone in the hand of every single American. Almost every single American. You know what I mean? And not not just a flip phone, smartphone. You know, that, that you can do all the all the fancy stuff with, you know. I think that when it comes to like the VR, the metaverse thing, I think it, it'll probably go the same way, you know. I mean, the, all it's going to take is one generation of kids growing up on VR. And that's it, man. It's set in cement. I think that'll be a really... At that point, if they get in-depth and intricate enough with the VR stuff, that's all about stimulation, man. It's the same thing with the cell phones. It's all about stimulation. The the screens and the, the colors, the, you know. It's hard to stimulate kids with the real world, you know, after they've just been soaked in that kind of thing just enamored enamored with the technology all right okay people used to have phones that phones used to be on the wall with a cord and use of some call 
be the grumpy old man at the other end of the line. Like, yeah. what, what? I'm working on something. Like, now, then it went from our, to our age, the group, like, everybody had a phone. Nowadays, I hear people saying, like, well, uh, my, my son, my daughter has to have a phone because, well, I mean, yeah. how would I be able to get a hold of them? Like, yeah. well, number one, it, you have a fucking phone, and so does everybody else around them, so if they can remember your number, they'll call you, yeah. right? Or they'll, they know their way fucking home. Hopefully they can make it home. You've watched it change the like it's technology changed has changed the mindset of like people already. Dumbing right. people down. Already. No, I like the, what you're talking about the metaverse. That's terrifying. It is man. very yeah, terrifying. No, no you you really nailed that. I totally agree with it. You that virtual reality is like that's the that is one area that people do not seem to be slowing down on even a little bit. Right. Like that is expediting fast, and kids love it. And the other thing, remember. Kids have been out of school for years. Yep. But kids their, their grow, learning has changed. They're, they're all in this. Kids grow up to be adults, and then they're the ones that make the legislation that we fucking meet and talk about right now. Like yeah. They're going to be making legislation based on their feelings getting hurt on some virtual headset. Yeah. Is that I mean, what's next? Is that what we're waiting on? I think people grow up. I, you know, people, <laughs> people grow up and change, but if that's... If that is the reality of your your generation that used to be, you know, being more productive in society and learning about themselves and learning how to become part of their communities and things like that, you know, and it's all now just done, that same stimulation now is done in virtual reality. You know, is that a productive thing or is that... That's like, not it, productive. No, I, it, exactly. I so, met a woman today, today. Name's not important, place is not important. Woman was telling me her grown children. Uh, she just wishes that they would. They're very smart. They're very have very good paying jobs. Very intelligent. They live their life on the computer. She's like, I don't know if they're ever gonna get married or come out. Whatever to each his own. But in my opinion, if you're a grown man and you're spending more time on your fucking computer. Then you are out trying to get laid. <laughs> There's a problem. Like that is a fucking problem. And that's not just. I mean that's a conversation that I had in Bandera County. Yeah. Yeah. Like Bandera County where you would think. I mean people were out doing shit. Like right. you have to go out and do. You have to do things. You have to socially acclimate yourself. With the environment that you're in. You can't just live in a. In a shoebox. Yeah. And be on like, oh my gosh! Like, how do you, how do I even raise a child in that environment? Like, right? Well, son, you're gonna have to put your headset on and meet a girl. Like, what? I'm yeah. <laughs> with a real good looking avatar. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, yeah. What the fuck are we teaching, man? Like, I'm sorry, man. Maybe I'm going off on the deep end. No, I, I don't think stop you are. recording. We gotta stop recording. I don't think you are at all. I think it's a fair concern. I think it's a great concern for parents to think about with their kids and and really being like structured parents and like not letting their kids just completely have technology take over their life. Like have them do other things that can interest them at a young age that are real assets and real life things as well. You don't have to take away games and take away the fun of technology like leave to Levi's point I think to find that balance for your kids and not allow that to like take over those companies 
what you were talking about earlier, you know, with building, they're the ones that made the trash and the generators that we all bought. Well, they're also the ones that make these games and try to take people's, they take people's, you know, time from them. Their attention. Yeah, they want their attention. They want that. That's what they want. And they want your kids' time and, and whoever, you know, all the young people's time to play their games and be interested in their products. And it's the parents' job to, 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 you know, help your kid source their time appropriately and to not just get caught up with that and think that you need that to live, you know, because what you really need is a fucking garden, <laughs> you know? No. See, but the, that's, that's the thing, though, man. Like, you think that, like, how do you, how do you even parent in a, in a world like that? Like, how do you be a parent in a uh, world well, like that? How it, do you, you, you just have to be. How do you be a parent in a world where they can't freaking warn you about tornadoes and freaking... No, no, you know, I got back you. Back in the this 1800s. Is like, these are hypothetical you know? yeah, questions, it's, man. It's a but, real problem. But also, yeah. like, think about, like, it's a it's a hard job for us. We're present parents. We're, we're, we're involved in our children's lives, right? What about the kids who don't have a present parent? Yeah, not just man, what? What about the kids sad. who only have one present parent that's working all the time and just wants to like their gratification? Are they vaccinated? Oh wait, are they vaccinated or unvaccinated? Well, dude, <laughs> come on, man, you're opening another can of worms. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but no, but real, like, what about the kid who has one involved parent that works all the fucking time and their only gratification is going to work and buying that fucking headset for their kid yeah. so that they can just fucking escape their reality all day? Yeah. Like then, what kind of world? Well, though, yeah. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> it's it's un, it's unfortunate. It's really it. One of my family members one time talked to me about this. That like, you know, the way that my kids are like grow up out in the country more and like not having like, do they have enough social interaction? And maybe they need to go out and like, like get like they're worried about them. And I and my response to this and and it was like fair. It was a good conversation. I wasn't offended or anything. Uh, uh, but I said, I mean, you think about like, uh, my, you know, someone who just grows up in the city, which is a lot of majority of kids, you know, close to probably, you know, they grow up in a city and they grow up in a neighborhood and they grow up that way and they never really go out and cut firewood or hunt deer or go on these long nature walks or study plants or study bugs or study the stars at night. They're completely untied from... I mean, you could make that same argument yeah, about them. Absolutely, you know that that there. So, you just have to like with my kids. I if we live this life, I try to make sure that I get them into things and get them a, around social. Kids are so like their their ability is is crazy. I mean, they can do things that we as adults like just like we forget or something because kids can. If you get them into things, they'll try things. If you can just reason with kids, you know, they're they're willing to try things and find things and when they do find things They're gonna find they something can, they like and they're, they're gonna, gonna exactly and whenever they become obsessed with something, that's yeah. whenever they really shine and excel, you know? It's like and I think positive reinforcement's another thing too, like is like when they're really interested in a game, you know, and make that their reward, you know? Like try to find ways to make that with their reward. And for kids who don't have parents and stuff, I mean, that's just, it's always going to be a problem. Another problem in our society that... 
That's the that's a turd in the punch bowl. It is. Yeah. There <laughs> it is. There's always a turd in the punch bowl, man. It is, and that's where public schools were really supposed to come in and do their job but nowadays, you know, like we said, we can open up that can of worms with making the kids wear masks or what about you know, hey, go online. This kid's already struggling, they don't have a computer that works or you know. Right. Just a uh yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah, I mean, video games are are uh, are really dangerous. They should be treated as such. Like that type of technology should be treated like uh, like marijuana, you know, cannabis, alcohol, or coffee, or whatever. The other thing that can kill anything that can kill you, fast food. You everything. Know? Everything mm-hmm. should the, the education behind it should be heightened for people to understand the reality of what we're dealing with. And uh, if you know the reality of what you're dealing with, then you can, you're much more able to, to use it in like a, a way that's more productive. You know, if you know the dangers of video game, but you still like them, you can weigh your risk and not right. spend eight hours a day playing video games or ten hours a day playing video games, but instead just know, oh, that's my release at night, you know. Yeah. Instead of going out and getting late, I'm a weirdo now, and I just sit there and, you know, look at avatars and play video games. But you know, at least you're at least you're going out and doing something. If that's what you want to do with your free time, that's what you're doing. You know, right? Yeah, just yeah. whatever. Right? I mean, you know, yeah. And it, it, so it if if people can use things in that type of a way, but it really does come down to parenting and having people in your life that care about you enough to help you become more structured. Because if you can't be, we're just Look at the, like, fast food. It's like, you can't just go eat fast food every meal, dude. Right. If you do, there's no way you can be healthy. It's like, it's impossible. You yep. can't be. doesn't provide you the nutrition to do that. It, and, uh, you know, you got to eat some real shit. <laughs> you know? Not, you don't have to eat some, like, real shit. Like, you got to eat some real food. You know what I mean? <laughs> You gotta, real to, you gotta be able to break up with that cross-eyed girlfriend. Yeah, it'll become real shit. You never later saw eye to eye with. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. Somebody take the last. What's our last topic uh, here man. tonight? Uh, I think. Uh, Let's do one more. You said some. Yeah, about the uh, increased homicide rates oh, throughout yeah. America. You know, that's something that uh, that I really wanted to talk about you know I, I i had another topic in mind but i think when you brought that up i think that that uh was more relevant to today than, than what i wanted to talk about you know the increased homicide rate it, it makes me think of uh what klaus schwab said remember that that clip i showed you i wish i'd have i, wish I do I'd, i remember you see that catch no party fouls here yeah no party fouls here <laughs> all right <laughs> that was sick, man. That was good. Yeah. No, but anyway, I uh, I wish I'd have brought up that video with with uh, Klaus Schwab. I think I played it on on the show before. Where uh, and for anyone who doesn't know, Klaus Schwab is the uh, I don't know what the title is, like the president or the chairman of the uh, World Economic Forum. The Great Reset. And, uh, guy. Yeah, the Great Reset guy, pretty much. Yeah. He he wrote the book, The Great Reset. But anyway, uh, <laughs> that guy. Uh, that yeah, guy. Uh, uh, no, uh, <laughs> I know. 
He said that... Uh, <laughs> Sounds like an ass. He yeah. expected to yeah, see... Got beat up a lot. ...a more angry world. That's what he said in one of his conferences. Uh, I, I played the audio bit on the show once where he said that we should expect a more angry world as we go through the Great Reset. You know? Uh, Sounds like a douchey-ass yeah. thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems like an excuse yeah. for a declining society right. that they're trying yeah. to Sounds like you're expecting a lot of people to not fucking see what you're trying to say, bro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I mean, with... Uh, well, 12 U.S. cities broke the homicide record for their respective cities in, right. in this past year, and I don't think it's slowing down, man. Yeah. So, what do you... I mean, like, what do you, do you think that this... this increase has connection with the lockdown or anything like that? I mean, do you think that maybe this could be a sign that more people are, are, you know, I, I assume some of these homicides were probably in things like robberies and stuff like that. You mm-hmm. know, I'm sure there was an increase in stuff like that that went along with it. You know, do you think that this is a sign that more people are uh, desperate or do you think this is a sign that more people are just on edge generally, you know? I mean, I mean, yeah. what, what's going on there? You know, I also saw that auto uh, accidents, uh, fatalities on the road, road rage, these are all things that are up in the past year. Yeah. Even though, theoretically, there's been less people driving than before. These are things that should, these are statistics that should have gone down in the event of less people driving, but they've all gone up. You know. It's like, what is the cost of telling people to stay home for a couple of weeks and that their job is not essential? And what they've yeah. been doing with their entire life and what they've been doing with their time is not essential. Well, you know... Do you I know mean, I mean? What What is the cost to that? What is the cost to telling people <coughs> that they can't go back to work at all? That their business closed down? Uh, what's the cost of... of uh, you know, basically telling half the country they're racist and the other half they're victims. You know, I mean, what is the cost of all of this? Right. You know, it, I think it all does come with the cost. It's probably a little of everything. I think the cost comes at the highest level. Like, the, the highest level loses a little bit more, not a little bit, a lot more respect. The highest level of authority, the highest level of government, the highest level of power. The institutions, yeah. They lose. Whenever they take that from the people who employ them, they're taken from themselves. And they've taken the biggest step backwards that they could have ever taken for the United States of America. Yeah. Like, you cannot do that to the people who work, the people that pay taxes... Without major repercussions. Yeah. yeah. And you can't control those repercussions. It's going to come in the way of like mental health problems. Yeah, it's going to come in a way that this shit. you're yeah. going to have to study this as it unfolds. And you better pray that it doesn't backfire because that's what it's fucking sure looking like. It's yeah. backfiring on them. Big time. Yeah. And I can't imagine that it doesn't correlate. I mean, I, it's not a coincidence. Right. It, it's it, not to me. Yeah. I don't think it's one thing. That made it happen, but I don't think it's a coincidence. I think a good example is what you were talking about in California and some of the stuff that they've been doing over there. People fleeing that. And they continue to do the same thing. They're continuing to just continue to oppress, 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 oppress. And I think it's going to blow up in their face there first. 
Yeah. And I, I don't know. I feel like people have been talking about that forever. Since I was a kid, before I even had, I'm, I'm not going to say an understanding, because even today I don't have a clear understanding of what government is and actually does for us. But I feel like it's going to blow up in their face first. Because it, it, some of the shit that you hear about is just so outlandish. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, well, the problem with the, the system today is that the institutions have the insight. And so it's like recently, and we've all known this for a long time, uh, I'm sure people that have a, a working brain that were confronted with this would say, oh, yeah, of course they're doing that. But it's come out. There was a, a, some deep, in-depth research done about members of Congress and what type of insider trading that they do with laws that, that they can affect. Right. So they can affect laws, and then they can go make deals on Wall Street with laws they affect and businesses they affect, and they can make money that way. And it's okay, astonishing it how many... Yeah, well, you know, they, had, they, they do it. It's a fact. Some of them, it, it happens. It definitely happens. It's a fact. It's not something that we need to guess about or so. But so what? Do you, what? What needs to be done about that? You know, what I mean, because as long as they have the upper hand, then they're not the people who are going to suffer. We're going to suffer because we don't know that, and they do. And them and their aides can keep doing that no matter how shitty it is. That, well, yeah, and, it's and we, the, you it's know, the what biggest. I'm it's the biggest. Like it could be the biggest study on morals and ethics. That you could ever imagine, but it will. There's there's consequences. Exactly. And it may go for a hundred years. It may go for the next hundred years. It may go for the next ten years before people. I don't think it's going come to come together and I, say, you know what? There's there's repercussions. Yeah. Well, I think these what you're seeing with the crime rates too is is a response to this. It's a response to having no faith in institutions, having no hope. Having nothing like it, it definitely seems to be a serious, serious problem that uh, could evolve I mean, to lawlessness. Yeah, right? really, we, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like people running around screaming, "Defund the police!" Like just no, you know. I mean, that is lawlessness right there. That's like a every. I mean, each man for himself at that point. I mean, you can't trust everybody to handle that appropriately. You know, there's a reason this police force has been you know, evolved into something that it is today. And if you like things to be anywhere near what we know as our normal, then uh, you have to, you need that type of force. You need that type of, those types of institutions intact or else. There has get, to be some sort of check. Yeah. There has to be some sort of check and balance on the on the law enforcement itself, though. Absolutely. I agree with that. Defunding the police, that 100%. crime. I think that... That was not the proper cry. Like the cry should have been some sort of reform. Yeah, absolutely. And we've talked about that before, but Re- reform is constant. I think it should always go on. I don't think we need to like reform the police twenty twenty two and stop there. It's like yeah, it's gonna need to be reformed again in twenty twenty three and twenty twenty four. Same because thing. There's got to be some kind of reform. It's of evolution too, exactly. not just the police. Yeah. Like everything has to have a check and balance. Totally and agree. It's it's totally coming unraveled, man. Yeah, it is. And again, you push more people into poverty. You push more people into doing stuff that's illegal that can make them some money and some side hustle, and they get into bad stuff. Not even and, just poverty. Like you're straight up telling them what you're doing is not good enough. 
Yeah. It's non-essential to us as a as a society. So, but you know, yeah. But to Levi's question there, you know, really, it was a rhetorical question to some extent. But I, I, I would absolutely just say that, man, it's it's have like irreversible damage. I feel like on mm-hmm. our social structure and what we've known in our society in the past. We got it. So pour me a little drink in here. I feel oh. like it has been a. Uh, I feel like it's been catastrophic. Like it's going to be very hard to recover uh, socially. Like we're going to see in the years to come that mental health is like at an all-time high of a problem. It's a big problem. People not being able to control their emotions as well. Not being able to find happiness. Right. You know, it, these are like real things that really affect people. They really do, whether you believe in them or not. Like they affect people's ability to function in the world, yeah. you know. And it that's that's not good, man. Because then people can do they do start doing crazy stuff that they wouldn't typically do, and uh, yeah, it yeah. goes from there. Be be there for yeah. people. Be there for people, and and try to try to help people as much as you can in the world. That is something you can do to combat that a little bit, and try to just be nicer and more patient with people. And not be so quick and, and rude to anybody, you know. That is something we can all definitely do in our daily life, you know. You have something you want to bring up, Levi? Yeah, or? you know, well, okay. just this topic, you know, I just thought this was a perfect uh, video to kind of sign off this uh, this episode with, perfect. you know. Uh, was I don't know if you heard uh, Brian Williams, the anchor for NB- an NBC anchor. Who, uh, when I start playing the clip, you'll recognize him. Oh, I'm I know sure. that. Yeah, that's all yeah. uh, been there, done that, Brian. Been Williams. there, yes, yes, that guy. Even when yeah. I haven't been there, done that, I've been there, done that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? But um, he signed off of NBC. He did his final broadcast the other day, Dang. or uh, I guess it was just uh, yeah, four days ago or so. Uh, but his parting words, I think, kind of go into what we were just talking about with the rising. Uh, Violence and stuff like that throughout the country, you know, and uh, and uh, and I think that it's a it's a real uh, eyebrow raiser, you know. Anyway, you know, even to see, to hear something like this coming out of the mouth of such a major media piece, you know, in America, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, what, what is really telling, I think, uh, really, really kind of a prelude, you you could say, to you know what what's going on, you know, when when even. When the rumbles make it even this far into what we would consider the establishment of the media, you know, but I uh, just wanted to play uh, this clip. I think it's it, it's a couple of minutes long, but uh, hopefully this is the right clip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Uh, so yeah, here it is. I'll try to keep this brief. After 28 God, years Brian. of Peacock <laughs> logos on much of what I own. It is my choice now to jump without a net into the great unknown, as I do for the first time in my 62 years. My biggest worry is for my country. The truth is I'm not a liberal or a conservative. I'm an institutionalist. I believe in this place, and in my love of country, I yield to no one. But the darkness on the edge of town, 
has spread to the main roads and highways and neighborhoods. It's now at the local bar and the bowling alley, at the school board and the grocery store. And it must be acknowledged and answered for. Grown men and women who swore an oath to our Constitution, elected by their constituents, possessing the kinds of college degrees I could only dream of, have decided to join the mob and become something they are not, while hoping we somehow forget who they were. They've decided to burn it all down with us inside. That should scare you to no end as much as it scares an aging volunteer fireman. To my co-worker... Ah, uh, you know... Yeah. That's, uh, you know, when, when even uh, someone... Like, a, has such a sheltered life as that, you know, I mean can even start to feel those kind of rumbles. You know, it, it reminds me of almost, I hate to use movies as analogies, but it, it, in like the Hunger Games, you know, uh, even when everything kind of starts to fall apart in the districts throughout, you know, have you seen the Hunger Games? A little bit, Just so yeah. you know, you know. Yeah. Uh, They're good. Yeah. Uh, but at the Capitol, you know, everything's all... Bright and rosy, you know, they never, they, you never drop the charade at the Capitol, you know, everything's, the show must go on, everything seems like it's all normal, even when the whole world is falling down around them, you know, and when you start to see, you know, our, our American established media is kind of like that, you know, it's kind of, and when you even start to see those figures telling you that there's storm clouds on the horizon and they're starting to, there's, it's, there's storm clouds on the horizon and it's starting to drizzle, pretty much, you know, is, is what is the kind of what he was saying. Well, he said it's crept into you our know. neighborhoods and our bars and like, yeah. like Well, and what he's talking like about is like, the animosity. I mean, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. Look at all these, of the, all these. The uh, animosity for institutions. You know, yeah, look at all this, the, the, like what's going, been going on at the school boards and stuff. And I'm not saying the parents are wrong. I was going to say, do but, the, but here's the thing. But, do uh, the institutions deserve it? That is, right. the, that, that's a big question that we have to ask ourselves. Well, where this. do you start to fight? If you can't fight the institution that's, that's bringing you this news, where do you start to fight? Because you have to be able to fight back against it. If all these people are telling you what you're doing is wrong as a human being, as a as a as yeah, a yeah yeah, so you're saying you're saying the society, institutions do deserve it. They they absolutely oh, yeah, well, they, they do. They do. Here, here's the, here's that the, here's like fear to me. That no. sounded like he was. It afraid. did absolutely. Right. It did. Yeah. It absolutely did. I and but the other question of this is what replaces the institutions? Right. That because that always has to be yep. in someone's mind. Because what what do we see on the other side? Do we see a the birth of another, you know, crazy, you know, leader that could lead us down a path of massive destruction if we're not careful of saying, hey, these institutions deserve this type of, you know, backlash. And they do, you right. know. And then all of a sudden, what, what, what fills that vacuum and what fills that void? It's yeah, something I mean, we should all be thinking about in our lives. No, yeah. You know, Somebody sure. that's no, been... that, that's a question... Anytime anyone ever wants to say, you know, down with some establishment or whatever, you better think long and hard about what's going to replace it because something is going to replace it. It sure is. You know, and that's that's for real. You know, what were you going to say, Kevin? And it might be Chaz. Somebody who spent how many years in his, um, in his career for the same institution that he's trying to walk away from nobly? Like, yeah. 
I don't know. It sounds kind of hypocritical to me. Like, oh, that guy's a that guy. I, I, I don't know who he was, but it, it sounded like it was. Like, he's he's an institutionalist, right? Like <laughs> yeah, he has a very he mainstream. Yeah, he's a very mainstream type of character. But yeah, we won't make it all about this guy. We'll let him go, man. Go live yeah. the rest of your life. Do what you're gonna do. Whatever the hell you're gonna do, man. And but. It's a. He it, might be it's a, it's for a, a contract at CNN. You know? Yeah, <laughs> it's a crazy world. Yeah, but on CNN on YouTube channel. CNN Plus. Yeah, CNN Plus. plus yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fuck yeah. these guys, man. It's something else. But I, I think just taking control of your life more and taking control of your mind, you know, and not not allowing, not giving those things up, man. Your your rights as an individual and your connection to the earth, man, that's like, that's the most important shit you can do, man, you know, in life, to me. You Amen. Know, every, everything else is, it really do, it doesn't matter, you know. For right? sure. Don't tread on me. <laughs> no. Yeah. All right. We want to say thank you so much for listening to our podcast, The Independent Thinking Texans. A lot of times, you know, we may not necessarily know what we're saying or doing, but who really does in this world? It's a busy, busy place. Thank you so much for taking the time, though. We do appreciate it. Keep thinking for yourself, always and forever. Have a great day.